Hi, my name is Tia, host of Beauty and Identity Podcast, where we will be talking about the journey to embracing identity, how our relationship with God ties in, and how our self-perception shapes and determines our life. I'm so glad for you to be joining me today on today's episode. And today, today's episode is very important for me, for you, and for anyone who actually wants to reach their destiny, who actually wants to fulfill their purpose. This episode will be about how to connect with your higher self. And I use that term higher self um, just to be very clear of what I'm saying. You know, a lot of people may call it the, their heavenly self or their best, the best version of themselves, whatever you may call it. That's what I'm talking about. And the reason why I think this is so important is because seeing is believing but also believing is seeing. So what I mean by that is you have to believe that you can become something before you can actualize it, before you can actually see it manifest, before you can actually see it in your real life. You have to believe that it can be yours, believe that it's obtainable, believe that God wants it for you before you can actually receive it. There's so many, um, you know, examples of that in the scripture of, you know, when God spoke to someone, and they were in disbelief. They, you know, they didn't grasp it right away, but they were challenged to hold on to the word of God. And then they actually saw the thing come to pass. So I want to talk to you about, you know, how I personally um, connect or relate to my higher self, this self that God has shown me that I am, this, show, this self that um, I can literally see in a vision and understand who she is. And for you, you might see visually, you might have visions, you might have dreams, you might have ideas. However, God speaks to you and, sh- and shares with you who you are. I need you to believe that you can become that person, that you already are that person, first and, for- for- <laughs> first and foremost, and that there's nothing hindering you that can't be shaken or can't be released. Okay, so... For me, this higher self that, you know, I say that I see her, I, you know, I say that all the time, I see her, I can see her. She's very clear to me. And the way I see her is, first of all, believing the things that God says. So if you don't know the scriptures, this is going to be very hard for you to actualize. If you don't know the scriptures that talk about your value. If you don't know the scriptures that uh, tell you how important you are to God, you know, scriptures like um, he knows the amount of hairs on your head, you know, they're numbered. Scriptures like um, if he just the lilies with beauty and splendor, how much more will he clothe you? You know, you're you're worth so much more. Scriptures like, you know, the grains of the sand on the seas can't even compare to how many thoughts God has towards you you know the word of God is very powerful and it's very clear on how much we are on the mind of God and so if we first believe those things to be true the rest will come the rest will flow you'll be able to open up in your mind and in your um, spiritual sight when you believe the word of God and believe what he says about you. 
Now, he might even speak to you personally and tell you how he sees you. He might speak to you personally in different ways and affirm you. And it's up to you to believe that to be true, receive that word, and ask the Lord to show you. So for me, certain things um, throughout the years have been exposed to me about who I am. You know, I've had visions since I was young. I've had dreams since I was young. And it always, you know, seemed so far off. It didn't really seem like it was me. It seemed like some, you know, person <laughs> that I was watching like on a, on a movie screen or a person that I was like, I was just peeking into their life. But the more time I spent with God, you know, the more I grew in intimacy, the more I realized that the purpose God has for me is super powerful, is impactful, and that he needs people on the earth to believe his word, believe what he says about them, because he has work for us to do. He has people he wants to bring into himself. He needs you to be that person. There's so many things that he needs done on the earth. And if he can't use people, if he can't use you, me, how can they get done? You know, a lot of people don't realize God works through man, mankind. And a lot of times we think, okay, God will do it. Or we depend on God to do um, X, Y, and Z. But if God has no one to work through, (laughs) it's just going to be delayed and delayed and delayed. So it takes us, you and me, to step up and say, God, I believe what you say. I believe my purpose is real. I believe my destiny is real. And I'm going to step up. And I'm going to say yes. I'm going to surrender to you. And I'm going to allow you to work through me. Now, I never want you to think that if you have if you have um different dreams or visions that God has shared with you already, that you need to go out and make those things happen. Because it's not up to you. It's up to you to surrender to God and say yes. I'll allow you to work through me, but it's not a toil or striving God requires from you to make those things happen, especially the big visions. Like maybe God has spoke to you about you being a wealthy uh, business owner or certain things like maybe you're going to go across the country or across the uh, world and be a blessing to people in different ways. It's not up to you to necessarily make those things happen it's up to you to be available for God to use and the number one way you can resonate or connect with this version of yourself that God has told you you are is through prayer through intimacy with God whether that's reading the word whether that's um spending time in meditation whether that's um you know getting the word deep rooted in your spirit and what that really means is, you know, you read in it, you contemplate in it, you you listen to it, you you make sure that it, it resonates. You know, I don't think it's ever beneficial to hear something just one time and walk away and never, you know, water that seed. I'm a huge proponent of water the seed that was planted, cultivate it, um, do different things that would uh align with seeing that come to pass that's like contending for the word that you just received for example if someone came to you and said i see god healing you you know somebody may um 
I don't know, even on the street, somebody may come up to you and prophesy to you or give you a word or it doesn't have to always be this deep, but this is just an, an example. Somebody comes to you and say that they see God healing you and they want you to receive your healing. What you have to do to contend for that word to be true is not work for your healing, but just receive your healing. Believe God will actually heal you. Speak the word of God that talks about healing and receiving healing and all the different examples of people receiving healing by faith. So that's just an example of, you know, how I would recommend you contend for the word that God has spoken over you. And if you are one of those people who have not heard a word from God or have not read the scriptures or you are in the very starting place of knowing who you are this is a special time for you and I'm excited for you I think back to maybe like 2017 and in that year that's where I was that was like the introduction of me really believing the words God said to me the words I read in scripture the you know the words that um he spoke to me deep in my heart or my spirit or even in dreams right that time was a very special time but it definitely it was it was a scary time because it was so new and at that time my self-perception was very low you know very poor um and so it wasn't the easiest thing for me to receive but had I known at that point 2017 when I was you know going through this uh supernatural experience that I call it had I known then that God is transformative and he can literally transform um your self-perception literally transform how you relate to yourself how you see yourself it would have been a much easier thing for me to walk in and step into but I think I was so hesitant because I felt like it was something that I had to do I felt like I had to buy all the right clothes I felt like I had to you know do a lot of external things to reach this level of confidence or reach this level of um, being self-assured. And, you know, though I do believe that there is a value in honoring the outside, it has to come from an inward place. You know, for example, supernatural hair care exists you know, to help you develop healthy habits and see yourself in a new way. But supernatural hair care alone, without you reflecting inwardly, without you relating it to the inward process, will do nothing for you. It'll make your hair look good, but it'll do nothing for your self-perception. It'll do, no- it'll do nothing for your identity journey. It'll do nothing for you when it comes to developing your relationship with God and how he sees you and how you see yourself. So I'm a huge proponent of definitely connecting the the value to the inward and not connecting it to the outward. Though, you know, it's very valuable to be beautiful. <laughs> I was talking to someone and they were telling me, you know, it's not superficial to be beautiful. And they were given the example of Esther in the scriptures if you haven't read this book, Esther, go ahead and read it. Um, they were saying Esther's beauty had a function. She wasn't beautiful just to be beautiful. Her beauty made room for her. 
her beauty gave her favor. Her beauty had her stand before kings. Her beauty had a function. Her beauty put her in a position to where she could save her people. And so I'm like, wow, that's really deep. You you never think of it that way, you know. So I don't want you to ever shy away from, you know, being beautiful, embracing the fact that you are beautiful, and even, you know, doing the different treatments or different, you know, whatever routine you like to do to beautify yourself. You know, never shy away from that because it's important. Just the only thing is, had she drew her identity from how beautiful she was she wouldn't have the mind or the heart to save her people her heart was in the right place her mind was in the right place her spirit was in the right place and that's why she is written in the bible for us to read thousands of years later so never shy away from being beautiful your be- your beauty has a function which i think is so amazing okay so moving forward, I definitely think that we could put things into practice. So I talk this talk about this a lot. One of the tools that I made for us is called the Beauty and Identity Workbook. And essentially the reason why I made this is just so it doesn't stay in your mind. You know, you can actually write it out. You can actually go through the different steps, the different phases, because it's hard to um, fix what you don't expose. It's hard to change something that you never expose. So the reason why I made this workbook for us is to expose the things that we need to let go, expose the lies, expose, um, the false truths that we've been, um, holding on to and actually start to untangle from those, start to detach from those and start to let those things go. That is, of course, the detox phase. There's a lot of things we need to let go, especially in this new year. We should not be walking throughout this new year as our old selves because it does not serve anybody. It doesn't serve our purpose. It doesn't serve God. It's, it's just not beneficial. So definitely want you to check out this workbook and begin writing out what you need to detach from, all the lies, even the deep-rooted ones from childhood, you know, even the ones that were formed from a very young age, even the things that you feel like are just so ingrained and so a part, so much a part of you that you can't really shake it. I want you to think of it like as you write it down, you're putting it before the altar. You're putting it before the altar of God for him to deal with as well because you are not on this journey alone. Not only am I here with you, God is here with you, willing and ready to work through these things with you. But if you never expose it, if you never address it, if you never confess it to him, he does not have the opportunity to change it for you. So the first step is to go ahead and identify those things that that you need to let go of and that are no longer serving or probably has never served. And I'll be more specific and I'll be um, very transparent. Some of the things that I wrote Um, were along the lines of rejection, were along the lines of, you know, how I was treated as a child or, you know, different encounters I had as a child that shaped and formed some of my uh, self-opinions. And so what I need you to do is to dig a little bit deeper because your, 
yours may be different than mine. You you may have, you know, no experiences of being rejection or rejected, which is really rare, so I doubt that, but that may not have shaped your identity. That may not be, you know, your false beliefs that you're holding on to. So whatever yours is, I need you to identify those things. Next, of course, is remedy. What is the thing that you know that you need, the thing that you know that you've been running from that God wants for you? And this might be hard for some people to identify. So I always, always, always recommend starting with the word of God. Just start reading the word of God. Let it speak to you and it'll reveal it to you because you may not know what you need, you know. But God knows what you need. So if you meet him in his scriptures, he'll be able to minister minister to you, speak to you in a way that you didn't even know you needed. It's going to come in a way where you least expect it. I can assure you that. That's why it's like a supernatural transformation, because you had no idea how this transformation could really take place. But I need you to trust that if you meet him, if you show up for him, he's going to meet you. He's going to come visit you. He's going to speak to you. He won't let you down because he wants this for you more than you want it for yourself. So if you don't have a remedy in mind already, let that remedy be connecting with the word of God. You could even have your remedy be prayer. That could definitely be the transformation that you need. And if you don't know how to pray, you can start little by little. Just start by speaking and expressing yourself to God. And let him and let him grow you. Don't take on the full responsibility of trying to change your entire life overnight. This is definitely a walk with God that it has to take place. Okay. And then third, I won't go through all the phases today. I'll just go through the t- the first three. Once you identify those things that you need to let go, you put them before God. You can pray through it. You can read the word of God to affirm yourself. I need you to do this constantly. I need you to not just do it one time. You might feel really good that first day. You might feel super confident. Wow, God, thank you so much for allowing me to read this word. Thank you for revealing this to me. Whatever it is, that first day is going to feel great. But I'm telling you that first day, it will not be sustained if you do not cultivate that, if you do not continue in that. You can't just hear it one time, believe it, and never return back to it. As much as, you know, that would be great if if it worked like that. But you have to continue to remind yourself. Because the enemy is coming for that word that you received. He's coming to uproot it. So if you don't continuously practice uh, repeating it to yourself or rereading it or continuously praying about it, not out of uh out of fear but just out of thankfulness out of gratefulness for that word being planted the first day so those are the three things i recommend for you to begin not only connecting with your higher self connecting with this version that god tells you that you are which is the only ver- which is the only true version by the way that is how you do it Never neglect the power of prayer because it's transformative in itself. It's supernatural in itself. Never uh, 
never neglect the power of reflection and transparency and and confessing these things to God because that's really what he wants from you he wants you to bring these things to him and it's so impactful and I'm excited for you to do it I'm excited for your journey I would love for you to reach out to me let me know how it goes you know I'll talk to you you talk to me we can hold each other accountable through this process and definitely believe that there's somebody out here that is on the same journey with you and we're rooting for each other so if you have not already downloaded downloaded this workbook you can find it on the website i'll also send it through email so go ahead and subscribe to our email list on our website and with that i'll let you go and i'm so excited for this journey thank you so much for listening If you're ready to start your journey for your hair and for your uh, daily practices, I need you to go ahead and start your journey with the Supernatural Hair Care Kit. It changed my life and it's changed a lot about how I see myself, even outwardly. So I'm going to need you to go ahead and go to www.shcbeauty.com and go ahead and grab you one. And if you have not already, go ahead and connect with us on all our social platforms and listen to other uh, podcasts we've had if you have not already. And with that, I'm going to thank you so much for listening and I hope you have an amazing day.